0: Which I hay hate, which It's been a while it was before Yontif. We were talking about that in order for a person, for, order for in order for a person, to be able to truly enter into the world of Tzuvah, Tzuvah meaning to return to Baruch He first has to Mavara to himself, to herself, What is the ultimate Tziv? What is the Tziv? What is it that's good? When a person believes and feels that something is good. <coughs> he naturally will seek to acquire it. A person likes chocolate ice cream, he doesn't go looking for strawberry. He likes chocolate ice cream, he tries to get chocolate ice cream. If he likes vanilla, he tries to get vanilla. Ha- if a person a person sees, uh, believes, feels that the is Basham, that closeness to Hashem is Taiv, is good, and it's the are taiv of a person's life. It's the taiv almiti. So then we understand that the person will do whatever he can to acquire that, to be closer, and he'll stay away from anything in life that will take him further and further away. The same way we understand that when a boy likes a girl and a girl likes a boy, so they'll do what needs to be done, sometimes, uh, sometimes running over many people in the process, to be able to get together, to work it out, and they will stay far away from anything and run away from anything that could disturb the relationship and prevent the closeness from being achieved. So the beginning of one's avodas Hashem is to work very hard and over the course of time to bring oneself to to believe and to feel that the ultimate Taiv, not just it's a nice, it's, it's a nice added attraction to life—to have this religious thing that it's, it adds a certain spice to life but that it is life, as the tachlis of life, as the tachlis Taif. And then one, then one works his entire life to find out, how do I do this? What can I do to have more of this? This is good. I like this. And what do I do to avoid anything that could be in the way of this, of this good that I enjoy and that I am seeking? This leads to the Avoida. that's on the bottom of page, I and Hey. If you don't have a safe, try to look inside with somebody. And if you could die, the swarm this far more available, I, I think. That's, that's what we're trying to do. Let's see what that means. On the bottom of page, I and Hey. You the heart of a Jew is composed of inner Kairchus, Kairchus Pnimim, and Kairchus Pnimim, an external or outward Kairchus, Kairchus Pnimim, pnimim and Kairchus Pnimim. There are a number of ways to explain what does Rabbi Yisrael mean by this. We have this also in Hasidus. In the writings of the Balataniya and other tzaddikim, there's the Pnimiyya Saleif and there's the Chitanyya ha'leiv. the heart. There's an inner point of the heart, the Pnimiyya and there's the Chitanyya Saleif, the external part of the heart. Obaim is, so there are a number of ways to explain it. It's called Bismedrish Lefidarka. Each Bismedrish, each school within Klai Israel has different ways of explaining the difference between the kaiches ha-pneimim, the inner kaiches of the heart, the pneimies and the chitsaynias. teichen But really, they're saying pretty much the same thing. There's a, there are different lashaynias, different terms that are being used in Musa, Chesidus, and so forth. Kshar Rabbi Yisrael halal, when Rabbi Yisrael Salander wanted to define this and to explain this, what does it mean? How do you know if something, what, what does that mean, something is the panemius? It sounds nice, the inner heart, and something is the outer heart. How does one know? What's How does one know what's from the panemius alev, and what's the chitanius alev? How do you know that? So he gave a marshal of <coughs> He gave a very wonderful marshal. le there was a Rashev Shiva, Bizal Santa said, that unfortunately the son of this Rashev Shiva, the son, the shiva's son, had gone away from the father's path. He had rebelled against the way that his father had raised him. He didn't want that. Page Ayim And the father gave up hope. So the father had tried all different things to be Makar of his son, and to help, but it wasn't working, and the father was Messiais, the father gave up hope. Luma on the other hand, the father had a beloved disciple, a pupil, he had a student, the father had a Talmud who he loved in a very deep way. So here he has a son who he's already given up on. and and, and only a father who has gone through this or a mother who has gone through this knows how painful that can be and all that's entailed but he has a Talmud he has a student he has a Talmud who he loves the strong love like the love between David and Yair so the Rosh Hashiva spends the entire day sitting with his student, learning with his student, talking with his student, enjoying each other's company, and not with his son. <coughs> he doesn't sit with his son. <laughs> the son has already become very distant. The father and the son have very little to do with each other. But The Talmud, the student, is very close. And the Rosh Hashiva is giving and giving more and more of himself to the Talmud, to the student. The Ruchni is spiritually, and even helping to take care of his physical needs and things that he needs in life. Everybody knows, right? The more that you give to somebody, the more that you love that person. It's not the other way. Havdesla wrote a lot about that. I'm sure many of you are familiar with his writings. Uh, it's not about people think that if I love somebody, I give him. The truth is, the more I invest in a person, the more I love the person. So that's why the, the love that a mother has for a child, it's even though, even though there's an issue, of course, of teva, of nature, but also the kajkis that the mother, from the beginning, carrying the baby and taking care of the baby, the, what the mother has invested into the child is unbelievable. The father, of course, has also... Uh, th- done his best, but it's not day in, day out, every every minute of the of, of, the, of the morning, afternoon, and the night where the is with the mother as with a child, the Indian. So this Rebbe, this yeshiva, has invested a tremendous amount. Has invested a tremendous amount into the student, and therefore, he's miskasha Therefore, the Rebbe and the student are bound together with ropes of love it's an expression Our means ropes they are bound together with ropes of love meaning that there's a very deep love between the Rebbe and the student as far as the Rebbe the yeshiva and his son are concerned there's a terrible coldness in the relationship so with the, students, the, is with the student the love is growing stronger with time we are having herleches from stronger and stronger. But she ain't any clap clap which is not the case with the sun. Kol yom shachaylef, every day that passes. Marchik es haben mimenu yaisa v'yaisa. Every day that passes brings the sun further and further away from his father, the Rosh Hashanah. La hargoses hakershe imay herleches v'nechleches. And the feeling of any connection between the father and the son is getting weaker and weaker. In the middle of the night, this is Rabbi Sosalanta's Marshall to teach us to recognize the difference between the inner point of the heart and the the outer point of the heart. In the middle of the night, a fire breaks out in the yeshiva's building, in the dormitory. The yeshiva, of course, they wake up the yeshiva. And they tell the yeshiva that his son and his student are caught in a room that's on fire. The son and the student... The son, who has a very cold relationship with his father, the father's already given up on the son. And the Talmud, the student, whose, whose relationship with the Rishi is very deep and very beautiful. And they're both in this room that's on fire. The Matzav is, the mitzias is, that it's only possible, there's only enough time, to save, to rescue one of them, either the son or the Talmud, the child or the student. So, what Rabbi says? So, who's the who's the Shiva going to? He don't, he, it's a terrible situation. You'd like to take out both, and this is usually when the children say both of them, but it's not both of them. It's only one. So, who's the one that, the, that he's going to rescue? His son. So, the parshiyah is going to rescue his son even though it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Who, who is he going to save? It's the moment of truth. And in that moment of truth, the deepest truth of a person's heart becomes revealed. When the heart is torn open, it turns out that his boss of Adam that his flesh and blood the one who he raised and the one he took care of and he put on a bicycle and, and played with and, and taught how to, to read and write and so on and so forth the one who is of his own heart and his soul in the end as a result of that emergency without thinking the Mosh runs to save his son even though Anybody that would be watching from the side would understand this Indian would say it doesn't make any sense at all. He hardly has spoken to his son in the last five years, and as far as his student is concerned, he sits with them day and night. And they're, the, they're on, the, on, the, on the best of terms, him and his student. And they, they, they go – they don't they, – they go everywhere together, and yet he goes to get his son. He rescues his son. Because Because at the moment of truth – the true inner point, the pneumius halei of a person, becomes revealed. It rises to the surface. Who is beno? Who He'll save his child, not the talmud. Even though he's already given up hope, the son is not good. The son is causing terrible aggravation. The son, the son's life is is in every way being led against the father. You ever hear of the Rebbe the Bear Chaim? You heard of the Beyim benham- was one of, those famous of, of was but the most famous, Hosea's one Abraham Chernovitz. Abraham Chernovitz was Saudi Yisrael Aylum. But they used to say in him that when he came out, when he used to go to the mikveh, Arab Shabbos, the people of Chernovitz, which wasn't a, a small village, the people of Chernovitz used to swear that when he came out, that he was a, a, a foot taller than he went in. And that miraculously the clothing would go along with that. The Sklana Rabbi's grandfather had a direct, they were from, originally from Chenevitz, and they sold the Behram Chaim. So somebody asked him, he other he spoke this his father, who spoke to the father, he sold the Behram Chaim. And, and he said, he can't say that it was exactly a foot, but definitely was not the same person who went into the mikveh. Uh, maybe not a foot, but it wasn't the same person, Reb Chaim Chenevitz. Uh, Reb Chaim Chenevitz, uh, had a son. Uh, this is not in the uh, books uh, of Hasidic history a couple of things that are edited because they're too painful he had a son that was Machal Shabbos the son of the Rehman Chaim was Machal Shabbos Machal Shabbos and a lot of things besides Chal Shabbos he was not at all an observant Jew the Rehman Chaim's son and I think it was I'm not sure, I think it was his only son and the Rehman Chaim loved him and took care of him he used to come there and be Machal Shabbos it was unbelievable and the Rehman Chaim took care of him and they once heard the Bermuchayim crying by davening He said, look, I have a son. And everything that I wanted, is it's not turning out the way that I wanted, but I love him and I'm devoted to him. No matter what he's done to me, I still take care of him. So even if you're children, even if we're not so good to you, and even if we haven't done everything that you've asked, but you see a father can't leave a child, a father takes care of a child. That was the Bermuchayim. And then he tried to da- daven that It should be such god was to reveal Hashem's love. But that's what happens at the moment of truth. The father, the father goes to save to rescue his son. Because the Nakuda is the inner point of a parent is bound, in essence, to the son. Students are compared to children. It's true. And perhaps it's the closest you can get. But it's not a child. It's compared to. And in many respects this the, it it has the makings of such a thing. But but the relationship between a parent and a child is be et-sim, It's et It's the bone of my bone, it's the flesh of my flesh, it's the it's the it's a piece of the same nishama. It's already a relationship that transcends good days, bad days, conversations. It's higher than that, it's deeper than that. I've i myself witnessed with my own eyes situations where there where there was a father and a son who hadn't spoken for 25, 30 years. And then and then somebody one said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry and there was such a, his as godless of Ahava that Something beyond this world. It's an it's the be'eth of who the person is. Zuyaskash pneumus mahusis. It's an attachment that is pneumus, it's in it. And mahusis is it's the essence. Havaya be'etzim. Mashaenkaya kesha ma talmid, which is not the connection to the Talmud, to the student. Zoukeshkash and Nail Michitsanius. It's a beautiful, it's a very, very beautiful kesha, It's a beautiful relationship between the Rebbe and the Talmud. But it is something that began outside of the etzim, of the essence of both the Rebbe and the Talmud. It's from outside of that place of the etzim. And that kesha between the Rebbe and Talmud will not survive that test of the moment of truth, when the sun and the student were in the same dormitory room that was burning. The father rescues his son. <coughs> Doesn't make any sense at all. And this is what the tanya talks about, which we spoke many times over the years. In and 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 Tanya, if you have a tanya, then you should try to look Perik and chaf, Those and Tanya. Everybody has to have a tanya, it's so. To to see, it's the B'sitis of Amunah, and those prakim, 18, 19, 20. But you see, and we've seen throughout history, even Jews who in their day to day lives have a very cold relationship with God. They don't daven, they don't learn, they don't keep mitzvahs, they don't obey In their day to day lives, there's, there's no warmth between them and God. They're very, very distant. And yet, we've seen time and time again. That at the moment of truth, the pnimius life, the inner point of the heart, comes out when the person, when the, when, when the person feels, when he sees that that if he, that if he goes along with what he's being tempted to do or being forced to do, if he goes along with it. That he's cutting himself off forever from God. So then, we've seen time after time that a Jew be my senafish, will be miser or give up his life. Even Jews who are not religious will give up will give up their lives time after time, in Because the the keshe that a Jew has with Hakadosh Baruch is a keshe that's beetsan. Within each and every one of us there's a mamish. each and every one of us is a piece kivyochal not something physical but of that fabric kivyochal in a spiritual way. And we're Hashem's Baruch's children. It's not just a nice way to say children. The reason that the Torah calls us children is to teach us this is to let us know that it's something that transcends the external the external formalities of relationships that are born outside of one's essence even great relationships that are outside of one's essence the relationship between a husband and a wife even though it's not biologically from what we understand this person comes from new york the other person comes from australia and they 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 were just they just met and they got married but we know that the sherish as chazal tell us that in shanaim the sherish is that the two halves of one mitzvahs, and that's why the Riyah the creation of Chava that we just read last Shabbos that the creation of Chava was etzim, etzim boss, I sorry a bone for my bone a flesh of my flesh and that's and that's something which is also the be- be'etzim be- and that's why we find that the relationship between Hashem Baruch and the Jewish people in Tanakh is sometimes called a chasna a husband and wife a but the deepest is really parent and a child. That's even deeper. It might not feel as exciting and be as interesting as chas and but the depth of the ahava between a parent and a child is greater. There is no get between a parent and a child. Many, many people wish there were, would be. You can't divorce a child. And the, uh, as many people say, well, I'm going to disown you. I've First of all, I've never actually seen that. I've heard that word hundreds and hundreds of times over the years about you know people that did disowning kids. I've never actually seen it, and and there's no there's no uh, in halacha there's no recognition for any institution of this disownership. There is no recognition in halacha of such an institution. You, you can't you can't stop your relationship with your child. You can stop relating to your child, God forbid, but you can't change the nature of that reality because that's that's and ad For many people that's a very bitter pill to swallow. But that's the Matsias. And there'll be a Tekken to that at some point. Because there are mistakes along the way that people make. But then there'll be a tikan at the end for everything. Everything will be fixed. But it's but when it comes to relationship between husband and wife, there such a thing as a get. And all of us know people unfortunately, because of different circumstances in their lives, they they went their own way. They were separated, they got divorced. The Torah says there's such a thing, it's chaval. But there's such a thing as a get, there's a divorce. So, so we see that the sias of an of and a bain, of a father and a son, of a parent and a child, it is, is a deeper one from the perspective of the essential reality. As far as feelings are concerned, of course, chasna ka'alahasm wife is stronger because there it's a matter of choice. One doesn't choose one's children or parents. When you choose a there there's this choice, and wherever there's choice, there's going to be more excitement. That's just how it is when it comes to making choices. Uh, you know, kids are not dreaming about their parents, but they're dreaming about their boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff like that. That's that's because there's a feeling of choice, and wherever there's choice, so that's, there's more of a talmud, like there's more delight and pleasure where there's, a, where there's a choice. There's more delight and pleasure. Remember, I'm, I think I've I shared this with you in my past. I remember there was a, there was a place near Shalang to go to eat. It wasn't a, just that it was greasy. You really had to put like a towel on the chair when you sat down. You know, and that's how greasy it was. It was a very gishmakic place. It's not open anymore. And I went with a Talmud of mine. This goes back more than 10 years. We were in we, we just came from the airport. and very tired. And uh, we went to this, to this joint we used to go to. And uh and there was a – the waiter was an old Khazid Shiid. Really an old Khazid Shiyid, a feeble old Khazir Shiid, who I felt bit that he was you know, that he was waiting on the table. It was very funny. It's an old Khazid Jihid. And he comes over with an apron <coughs> and a, and his uh, thing and he gives us the menu. You know, I do looking you know, not both we hadn't really eaten the, the chip and So, um so my tom, the tom that I was with, he ordered, he ordered the uh, kebab, I remember. And I ordered some chicken, some roasted chicken. Potatoes, uh, French, French, whatever, the usual. And, um, and, and he would go over the menu looking again. Okay, and he knights down. And then, it, around 20 minutes later, he came back with two schnitzels. He gave us each a schnitzel. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you don't want to give him a, a hard time. He like this sweet old Jew. So, uh, so my student asked, you know, and he he asked, like, "Madur schnitzel," you know, so he says, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we have tonight, just schnitzel. So then I asked, so, you know, so what was the thing with the menu and the book and the book and the whole thing? Like, what was that? So then he just said, "You want to eat or not?" That's what we have schnitzel. So, you know, when you have – when you walk into a place and you look at a menu and you see that they're like, wow, there's all these different things on the menu. Because my children know that the few times we've ever gone someplace, I always get the exact same thing. But when you look at the menu and when you get the same thing, it tastes better than if there wouldn't be a menu. That's just how life is. So I learned from that old chassid that you always give the menu. It makes no difference, even if there's only schnitzel. Just give the menu. Because it makes it, like, uh, exciting when you think that you're Balbukhirah. All of life really is like that. On a deeper, deeper level, there's very little bechir. Bechir is not all that it's cut out to be. And we'll find that out soon. But in the meantime, it feels like we have a lot of free choice. So that creates more atomic, more pleasure. But the, but, the, uh, but the reality of the relationship between parents and children, even though for many that sounds un, un, unpleasant, but the reality is a deeper reality. And therefore, in the chumash itself, the greatest thing that the Bo could say about who we are to him is his children. Hashem Even though when we reach her we all go, oh, you know, oh. And if you want to make, you know, nice poems and songs, you bring from shit. And they want to put on the invitation, Dodi di or something. But, um, you know, you don't, you don't want to put, like, on the invitation a picture of your parents. You know, right? So, do leave that's vanilo, because that's, how. but the deepest thing is, bon Hashem children the Russian says you're my children and being a child means to add some mamish the essence it's a very deep thing that's premium of life therefore in the end when the when the room is on fire Rabbi Salaam Sol Salamathe says the father runs for his without even thinking because it's not something which is a matter of thought because according to thought and reason he's got nothing with his son he has nothing to do with his son and with his Talmud that's his delight and pleasure in life, He's sitting in the morning with his student day hey, and night. That's what he likes. So, the relationship that we have with Hashem, whether we feel it or we don't feel it, is He is children. Very deep, very deep Kesha, each and every one of us. shall call That's the inner the kudah that's in the heart of each and every Jew. Makes no difference how on the outside it's cold, he doesn't look like he cares, he doesn't keep mitzvahs. Doesn't make a difference. I mean it makes a difference, of course it makes a difference. But the and the kudah <laughs> life is something which is unchanging. Unchangeable. It's unchanging. That's why in the end every Jew will have a tik everything will be fixed in the end. But you go through a lot of pain. The deeper, the deeper that the kudas are is buried under layers of nonsense uh, under the many many years of coldness you know how it is so it takes it, it's not so easy to uh, to get past all the layers and all the distance but it's there there's something unnatural and there's something that is interrupting that relationship. It's the same exact thing between parents and children. There is this thing called the the Eid Zahara, the Eidol Inclination, (laughs) whatever you like to call it. That causes us to have longings for things of this world. To want things that are not God. Even though the penimius Saleh is is Hashem, is that is longing for that relationship, which by the way, even in the martial that we have, the closest we can get to that in the world is a parent and child, and and I, I, even though I'm not really uh, familiar with any, you know, I haven't studied these things, but I have read a few things here and there over the years, that 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 show that the deepest thing that 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 a child wants is a parent's approval. There all kinds of things that children will do to have their parents' approval. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Even even though the kid has sworn up and down a million times, I couldn't care less what he thinks. I never want to see him. But he leads his entire life to prove that he couldn't care less. If you couldn't care less, then you don't really think about it. You don't think about it, and you don't change your life to somehow prove that it's not your, not your parents' life. You see how it is with things. With, with parents and children, you have sometimes – we've spoken about this many times – you have parents that are not really so into Yiddishkeit, and then the kids are not much like on you. So then it's the next mm-hmm. generation. So now the kids are on fire and then they have kids that are not too into it. And it goes like that, like a, these high that's It's so crazy. It's just the craziest thing in the world. Some – in Williamsburg and Borough Park, they're, they're, begging, they're begging the kids – the boys to put on beckages and they don't want to. And in the five towns, the parents are begging the boys not to put on beckages <laughs> no. It's a crazy thing. It's a, it's 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 unbelievable. And where many of you come from in the different backgrounds and so on, it's also not uh, I don't think that right now one is over in borough park or in that, Maybe. I don't know, but I don't think that there's a of like this that's sitting blind either. But they but their children will. Children Children and parents, the relationship is very complicated, I'm not going to go into that. Of course, now everybody knows that that's a hard subject. But children want desperately to, to somehow to be validated by their parents. And, and, they'll, and, and they have to do something to prove that, they do, that, that they're worthy of something and that they're great and so on and so forth. It's a very beginning. And much has been written on the subject is that relationship is very deep. It's the pinemies. The Ziyat Sahara. The Ziyat Sahara that pulls you to to other things. I will call Yahudi. I'm Abu Bakhlha Iraf, every Jew, if he's really a Jew. Ksha shas Shah Samitis when the test when the time of the test comes, Shamasivis Nefish Aqadush Hashem. To give up one's life, Aqadush Hashem by as the Tani explains that. That inner point of the heart that he didn't even know that he had. He never cared. He didn't keep it, He didn't care. He didn't know that he, he didn't know that. But that inner point of the heart is awakened. And he gives up. his to die. There are thousands of stories like this and everybody has read. And, and I've spoken to people who have seen this with their own eyes on and, and many occasions. My father has told me many stories growing up. I remember he said that there was a – that there was a uh, a young man in his hometown. And I remember in those places, if somebody was Mahal Shabbos, they, they, they usually did it in, in their own home. They didn't do it outside. My father said that – and it was very strong over there in Yiddish camp, that there was a young man that he would sit on the steps of the shul on Shabbos with a cigarette on the steps of the other of shul with the cigarette on Shabbos sitting there and my father my father said that his that this boy's father was a big yomchid was a big chasidu shayi and he was the bush of the whole family in the city and he went out, to sit over there and the both spoke to him different people spoke to him I think he was, oh he's angry and he went Lahachs, not to make a point he, sm- he was smoking on the Shabbos on the, on the steps of the shul he came down they saw him smoking my father said my father said that this boy from the, this person that he knew from the hometown, he wasn't allowed to be friends with him my father said this person died in his arms my father's arms in not thousand my father said he gave a Shema Yisrael a scream a Shema Yisrael so my father said you you, don't, you never heard by a ni'ilah a thousand ni'ilas such a shma'i Yisrael this he gave and not only that but my father said that this for this that he had in the camps over there when they were together to help other yidmen to do for Jews and that he had a way with papers different things at the beginning to find a way to finagle something (coughs) amyid amyid nobody understands but at the time of a test you see you could act a certain way but when you're tested then the penimious halayf comes out the inner point of the heart is revealed at a time when you test it So you can carry on with a certain, in a certain way, and you could, you could act a certain way. And there are many things that are pulling at us in life. But when it comes down to that test, the moment of truth, when everything is, is hanging from the balance, so then the pinniness of the person comes out, then you could see who the person really is. Even though in his day-to-day life he really didn't have much of a connection to God, just like the father the Yashiv and his son. They didn't really have much of a connection. at the time of, of the test, on the moment of truth, arrives. This is what happens. We've seen this. This is something that it's not once or twice. This is the vast, vast majority of times. Zemashi yikra. So what do we do with this information? What do we do with this? Now you and I know. We knew this before. We learned this also, but we know, and it's clear to it us, that the that the deepest, deepest truth and reality inside each and every one of us sitting in this room right now is a course, godliness. It's the essence of who we are as God, and the deepest relationship between the essence of myself and the essence of the Creator is that chibur, is that attachment to Hashem's bar. So now what what do I do with that? Because I don't feel it, right? If you don't feel it, I, I don't live that way. That's our avayduh. The last line on page I involved. Kol it Our entire avayduh, what's our avayda? is to reveal that that inner point of the heart to taste it to feel it to experience it not just at a time of the test when we have to give up our lives God forbid but on a regular, on a, regular, a, regular a regular day of the year to, to be able to live with that when you're just davening a regular, you know, uh, shachas, and it's uh, a a, a, a Shabbos, a regular Shabbos, that in the Kudas in the Kudas Halev, the pnimius Halev should be experienced, not just that we're talking about it, that it exists. And it doesn't have to be only when there's some terrible choice that one has to make, that one, one is tested, it doesn't have to be that. That's the Avod of the Jew. says, <coughs> It's to be Megalo, that Nakuda, that's already there. The Nim says, To reveal the Ahava. tiny talks so much about over there. To reveal the Ahava that's, 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 that's already in the heart. It's already in the heart. Somebody I mean, just told me that there was a there was a house now. I don't know if it's a chassan engagement. I don't. But the, the, that there was a, there was a couple. Well, it was an engagement. That there's a couple that got engaged now, just by youngest time. That that they went out ten years ago. How many years? Eight. Eight? Mm-hmm. So I heard that. So <laughs> maybe even maybe they didn't know. this two years earlier. So they went out a long time ago so then so that the kids were telling us at the table so then they said but it's so Chavar wow, wow the, the years I said "See you know, that so of course it's not, that's how it, that was the um, that was how it was exactly supposed to be it wasn't able to be then it's now but that kosher was a kosher that was there from gracious and it was misgal It was revealed but it could only be could only be revealed at a certain time. And that's how it is. The avoid of a person's life is not to sit, we have an avoid as Jews, not to sit back and wait. Thank God we're not living at a time we hope, it shouldn't be, God forbid, when, when we're tested in such a way. The way that our, the way that our parents or grandparents and great-grandparents, the people that we come from, were tested. Our tests are different kinds of tests. Not, I'll kill you unless you renounce your Judaism. So, our void is to do something to to be Megal that, to reveal that Ahava, to bring out that Ahava. It's already there. It wasn't just there ten years ago, it was there thousands of years. Kedeshul and Starach Lagia Chalila, that we shouldn't have to, God forbid... Come to a matzav, of galus but we shouldn't be forced to reveal the kuda. The other ways that Hashem uses to to bring that out, if we don't bring it out ourselves, then Hashem's will could force it out. liday, lahavi We have to be concerned and to occupy ourselves, to bring ourselves, lahavi esatzmena, la'aisan naku de. To bring ourselves to that Nakuda when there's no danger, when we're, we're not in any danger, when there's no harm or danger that's, that's, that's waiting God forbid, or that's threatening us. To bring it out on a regular day in life, to bring out that Nakuda's Ahava. The question is, case of How do you do that? avoid the zunah on page 1 avoid the zunah says you have to you have to peel away you have to peel away the outer layer of the heart because underneath underneath the, those layers that's where the is, that's where the inner point of love is so you have to peel away the outer layers the and in doing so to reveal in the Kudah Pneum, it's that inner point. The of course, the most powerful, one of the most powerful tools in doing that is his Baidados, spending time, not, not the 15, 20 minutes, or half hour, whatever it is, saying the Siddur that that's that, of course we will say, to try to daven what we could daven. But he's bettered this to speak out what's inside the heart and to share with Hashem, to talk to Hashem about everything that's on your mind and your heart the problems that you have believing and struggles in this world and with other things spiritual things and so on, he's invited this. But my actual hours is now we were talking earlier in the Sefer about trying to put aside each week, 7, 10, 12 hours a week. So you know that we're sitting here wondering what, what would I do for 12, you know, 12 minutes? You, know, you say a couple of things. I do doing? Okay. You know, trying to think of a few things. It's a couple of rough times. Maybe you could help me out. And you know what's What's called? Hours and hours in spite of this. And what is that? those who are immersed in his but just know that it's never enough time that a person has my apostle is Mr. Kokah Habesman what can you do for such a long time chova 14 dollars you do chova you can make a khajman anafer about think, talk about i'm sorry this affair that that affair how much give what affairs person does that that's that time is spent just talking about mistakes and apologizing that's his this. of this certainly not the, the beginning of his this and the tackle of his this and what we talk about and what's the main topic in many many ways using many different methods of his this, is to remember why am I alive why did God give me my life it's a new day why did God give me my life first you have to ask yourself what do I really want what's my definition of coming back to what we said before what's my definition of good what do I want and I can spend my whole life reading all these <coughs> and, and reading from the Siddur and from the Machs about how the barnish Shalom is good and Yiddish is good is good but I know I really the best good I can think of is when I'm finished with this and I'm able to close this and get on with the rest of my uh, day so I'm going to live my whole life like that so first a person has to you have to test your heart we lived like in the check mahubamis right so what do I really want that's a that itself is a very very big Indian to think about to be honest about what do I really want it lived like, mahubamis right what are the things in life that I want what are the things that I'm looking for that's important to me not that I'm just saying those things because I know that those are the right things to say and like I'm filling out a paper or something to hand in that other people are going to see Be'emez, is what do I want? a person who's not deluding himself Yim Samiyad will immediately discover when he begins to talk about this honestly his attachments to things of this world is very, very, very strong very strong Many of the things he'd be embarrassed to tell somebody else. If that's what he wants, he'd, he'd, he'd feel silly. Safe. That that's really what what's tayf. He knows and he'll be he apologize intellectually. He knows it's not shouldn't be important. But the truth is that, the truth is that there are many things of, That he feels that it, uh, are, of this world that he feels are good. You know, that, and that's that, that's. That's what he wants. So how do, you, how do you separate yourself from those things? It doesn't mean that you can't enjoy a good meal. It doesn't mean you can't have a nice outfit. But those things don't deserve to have a place deep in a person's heart. Those things don't deserve to have a place to replace eloquence godliness and what's really tight and what the tactics of life and why God, God created us, God didn't create us to go shopping and God didn't create us to, 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 to play ball or to watch a show I'm not saying that whether or not in the context of God's world a person can, can go shopping and a person can play some ball in in that picture but that's, not, that, that's not why we're created so how do I how do I how do I disengage from that? Not, not to separate myself from the world. It's not to not to live in the world but how do I separate between how do I, or how do I peel away those external layers to get to the inner point of my existence? To, to why I'm here. To feel that, to feel the pinyas alayav and to want what's holy, not just to talk about wanting it. When <laughs> used to sing that, he would sing that for an hour, hour and a half, he would dance around him. He was very old and we were all tired. See now, wherever you go, the Nagunam how they change every every five minutes, the Naguna would change. It's not the first time I went. Not wasn't the first time because I I'm not in the family, but I was there was once a talmud Chachm who took a friend and a friend and myself to Simchas Bay Sho'eva many years ago. Some of already, some nice of over forty years ago went to the Stolen of this in Williamsburg I think. And it wasn't big. It was like this maybe. And and they were singing in Nigan. It was the same Nigan. The whole time we were there for like two hours. It was the same Nigan, but I never saw anything like it. And we night we weren't used to that. we were used to well, some of you might know we used to have these things called record players. You've seen them in museums or something. photographs But we were used, to, you know, just moving it along to the next it was a lot harder to find things on that, and you scratch the record. But was to switching. Now you have with the CDs. Nothing, one, two, three, four, and then and, and then they have medleys. And anyway, you go, they switch it. They switch it because it's not so. It's because the music is all only for the chitzaimis. It's not for the penimus. Penimus is penimus is like when you when you wanna you know if you take a, a hammer and you nail something into the wall. It's not so stack. You know, it's not so strong. But if you take a screw and – good – into the wall – not that I've ever done either. I don't want you to be hushed me, but I've heard about it, it goes in good. That's – a, a niggin goes around and around. That's how it's made, the screw – around and around and around, right? and, and each time you go around, it goes in. That's that's an attachment. That's very deep. That's the opinion. So I have to a niggin for two minutes and switch to another niggin the way that they go up watching television. Switching back and forth, different channels and stations, it comes and songs and back and forth, and the niggan has sing Mirrors says, "Is this song for thirty seconds, not to be able to hold the niggan for a long time." But a person, a person, a person realizes that the outer layers of his life have taken over his life. How do I? How do I peel away those outer layers and want what I should want? Eichmaske meadow. How do you how do you stop how do you stop taking those external things so seriously? Take care of them, okay? Have something to eat. Okay, have something to eat. It doesn't have to become a whole onion to eat something. Eat. It must become a whole Indian? People spend the whole day thinking what they can eat and they have what they ate and they have all kinds of Books and books and books. I always ask when they send in the mail or, they, or someone gives whatever. My wife, my wife's not so much. And she's not really into the whole Indian. I thought anyway. I eat this. I eat the same thing every time. But I have my sister, she has like a thousand cookbooks, and I always ask like, well, what's the chiddush? Like what? This this like the the visions uh, auxiliary, Ladies auxiliary thought of something new. The, what they, the, there's a, like a new way to present the kishka or something. What do you do? What's over there? What could be this? The ladies all left and say, are you talking about that? It's like, you know, there's so many new uh, new things in the that can that uh, they have in this. Oh, just eat. If the, the By the time you get to this thing, you're so afraid to eat it. And everybody knows anyway that when you go to these fancy places, when you go to these fancy weddings or fancy places, it doesn't look like it's anything you'd want to eat anyway. When you go to an old Play, that's those the gishmak places, or just to give you a good piece of chicken and some potatoes or one It's good, but but all, all the all the things of this world, that the that, they, that out the outer layers of the world. But, but you begin to think over time that you really need these things, and you really wow, this is that You need it, you need it. I remember when my daughter went to seminary. Did any of you ever see the pa- maybe it's different now, but they had these papers. Where they told you what you're supposed to bring, the clothing for the seminary. You know, my wife started to read this to me. I don't know, like, eight of this and ten of that and twelve of this and fourteen of this. I said, what are you, going to truck to to of What is this? I thought we are going there for some spirituality. And, and this is the Seminary, which is a very spiritual place, you understand, except when it comes to the intuition. And, 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 and such a list, I said. And my wife said, trust me, you know, wear one skirt the whole time. You know, one screen, this, you know, meet a whole thing. So everything's pushed over there. It says that the worst thing is when it's on paper, but it says on the paper. It says on the paper. It says that I have to take, have to get all these things. I need these things. I need these things. How do you how do you get detached and disentangled from that? There are many 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 ways to peel off those layers. But, we, but he begins with the most powerful and effective way, which we which we learned about in the past, which we're talking about a little bit last year. And any other Mayulad and any we just started now. In any other Mayulad none of us knows what each day is going to bring. We don't know. What will what will tomorrow bring? We don't know. <laughs> Chazal said a sentence that we prefer not to think about, but it's a very important sentence. Shuv yam echelof neymis means the Varshallam is calling out to us and saying, come back to me, return to me one day before your death, one day before you die, the day before your death. So everybody's trying to plan that out. Everybody would like to be able to have a calendar and to be able to know when's the day before I die and I'm going to do a big, big chuv. So Chazal says, Shui, you know. So that's what it says over there. Since the person doesn't know when he's going to die, So every day of his life is the day before. What does that mean? Chazal are morbid. Chazal want us to be people that that are afraid of the and that and that live in, in, in terror and fear. Couldn't be. <coughs> Chazal are very, very happy people. Chazal wanted us to be happy. Chassid don't want, to, and Yiddishkeit, the chlal is not death oriented like, in, like in ancient Egypt and these places, the whole thing, was, and, the, and the Hindus and so beasts and darkness and chalal not. Yiddishkeit, everything is vayichi, vayichi, vayichi. leibedik, everything is leibedik. Yiddishkeit is not friends with death. It's not, it's not something that we, we develop on. But still, if you, if a person doesn't live, with that consciousness that this could be my final day then you can't really be a joke doesn't mean to become obsessed or preoccupied or depressed but not to forget not to forget and to think about it each person in his seichel doesn't know what the, what the Hashem what Hashem decreed this Rosh was a few days ago. We look, you look around the shul, and in every shul, especially with our older people, there are some seats that were last year, there, were, there was somebody that's not there now. There's somebody that's not there. A person must have this awareness it could be perhaps, this is my last day in the the world not to paralyze, and there are some people that you can't talk to about that because they're not if someone's not in an emotionally healthy place, that could could be something which is obviously dangerous be careful with that still, Chazal made a beginning of this you can say look, I'm not sick not, not sick. I'm not sick, nothing's hurting me. I'm, I'm feeling great. We all know that that's not a shaker. Why? We know that the Rishikah has taken healthy people too. They're healthy people that leave the world. There's no guarantee at all. What tomorrow will bring. <laughs> and other, each and every one of us knows people that are short time that yesterday, that two days ago, they were alive. Not only that, they were alive and well. <laughs> and then it happened that they were called to the doctor's office, they still weren't feeling so well, they're tired, this head of face, and they come and the doctor talks to them and says there's some terrible sickness. <laughs> just another minute. These are things that we know of and we hear about all the time. <laughs> when it happens, in one moment, all of the health and all the certainty and all these things, they say, it's not possible, I feel great, I mean, I'm fine, I had a little bit of this, a little bit of ache pain, I'm fine. But suddenly, the certainty of life is just pulled out from under them. In order for a person to feel very deeply, how temporary life is! I was talking about this a little, a little bit last night. People don't like to deal with old age and old people and stuff like that. So, but in order for us to be able to feel how life is temporary, we try to imagine God forbid, think of what it would feel like. Those people, what it must have felt like when they went, the person that felt strong and healthy, and was given a thing by the doctor to say that it was sorry that you have this and this thing. God forbid. And that your days are not, you know, have not long in this world. To think about what that is. If you are more of a communicating kind of person, you could actually, you're not nervous type. You would, you could actually go and talk to somebody like that. And so "I'd like to hear, share with me your feelings." Of course, that's a sensitive thing. And of course, also to try to give chizik to people. But also, not just to give encouragement, but also to, to talk to somebody and to feel that feeling. To hear from a person. Till yesterday, until yesterday, I was a person that was alive and, and well, who was going to live a long life. Today, my whole life is in doubt. Every single night before a person goes to bed, and it's not a popular subject, but there's the MSF Tire. Again, every person has to be in, in a way that's healthy and good. Before a person goes to sleep, how do I know that in Shemayim they made a but it was decreed that tomorrow I should get up? How do I know? How do I know that tomorrow will be the same as today? This is called, this hergish, this hergish, this feeling has the has the power to change the entire of ha'chay. And he says right away, he'll say we're going to to it right now, not to make you depressed, other up, just the opposite, to make you the happiest person life. This could make you the happiest person, not the sad person, Hashem, but but a happy, the happiest person to change one's entire life. Because to be able to start living with the plimius alive, those things that are truly satisfying, those, th- those things that are truly giving you naches, those things that you've been putting off, yes, I'll eventually get to that old friend of mine, I'll get to the person I love, I'll make up with my brother, my sister, my husband, my wife, my friend, my mother, my father, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and all those things are left, and instead you're busy day and night with an and other things that are chitanius alev this is the most liberating thing on earth as we spoke about last year it's the most liberating thing on earth it allows you to live it's not telling you to die it gives you the ability to live because then when you live with this thought and you go to sleep with that thought then you then you begin then you're concerned with making life count with making life meaningful with with exploring the things that bring joy to the assembly, not to just preoccupy the assembly, the outside part of the heart those things that until now were so important to you, ask any person who, who suddenly found out that he or she is terminally ill and the, the first thing the person if you if you talk to them, will say that what I thought was important oh boy I just stand by you know, an hour and a half popping a pimple and putting on makeup because you say, you know, really, you ought to put on a little makeup. So the person says, that's what I have on my head, that's what I have on my head now. The doctor said I have, the doctor said I have maybe a month to live, and I have a chesh mic the is. So those things that were choshif, those things that were important, nefar huma tveim, become what they really are. What they really are is similar. But those things that are really, really important, halev maschil lahagish b'chashibusam. The heart begins to feel how precious they are the heart begins to feel how wonderful how precious they are you could be annoyed with your kid for doing this annoyed with you for doing that but if god forbid the kid wasn't well and the doctor said like this like that and then it came out and that the doctor said it's okay everything's gonna be fine oh all of a sudden the kid's not so annoying so what about the all the annoying things that the kid does that's an Irish game. that's an Irish kid over we were, we were by the children last last Friday night, uh, my son my son we were just walking off from shore and and my my wife is with the with girls downstairs we were eating over by my daughter, by my married daughter, and and uh, they, there was such a cute thing that happened. And forgive a grandfather, right? Yeah, Michael. So such a cute thing is only for the lesson, not, not because I'm trying to show off, just for the lesson. So the so what happened is that. Yeah, the kids were making a big tumult, and my daughter, their mother, was annoyed and said, it's not ready, it's not ready. And my wife said uh, – she whispered like – said to – she said to my daughter, they're just kids, you know, they're just kids. So but they're tumulting and tumulting, and again my daughter got upset. And my – the little one, Al-Khanan he's not yet three – so al just said, we're just kids. <laughs> we're just kids that's it we are just kids and i and i heard this i said okay, well, to go such a thing to the you know we're just kids and when things turn out well then all the narishkeit is is not important but we're his children that's what's important We're his children and he's our father and when a person with the narishkeit and the narishkeit when a person is when a person thinks a little bit little bit about the malacham harvest every day and how this day is something that one should not take for granted to, to expect to have necessarily back so fast and you don't know what one day to the next so then the person looks at life in a different way and the things that are important are important the things that are silly they might be cute and but they're not but they're not anything that's worth that's worth uh, occupying the heart to take care of like I said to eat to do this to do that that's not what's not worth occupying the heart you think about the time I'm talking to a room full of ladies, of girls, you know, so some girls are very – there's a beginning with shopping and things like that, we think – and I'm not from the anti gosh, I've said – not like that. But there's a rule, you know, how much time a person spends at 120, you know, clock in, but it on how many hours were spent. Spent going from one store to the other, another store, from one place to another place, straying around the uh, central avenues of the earth and the shopping malls of the earth. it's nothing that I don't tell to my same to my daughters, with well, it, they roll their eyes and they, you know, all of that stuff. But how much time, what's the much cheshbon a person makes? For this? How much time is spent on the phone? What's it all going to be afterwards? From all the hours that are spent on the phone, time, hours and hours on the phone. What for? What to make a point? You make the point in thirty seconds. There's no time to talk on the phone. Who has time to talk on the phone? Who has time? A person has no tachlis person without their body you have a tachless in life but do you have time to talk on the phone you say what you have to say you get off the phone when do you have time to sit on the phone people could talk on the phone for hours and now the new thing with the texting spend thousands and thousands of things my father was telling me there's a, from somebody from the show, thousands of text messages who has time for this thing children children but they're not children Life's important, we don't have so much time, we have to do what's important. So Hashem's Moshe gives us the Seichel and the heart to know that and to live in such a way that entirely B'na La'odu the